Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. (laughs) That's when the cannibalism started. Everyone's ready for the dinner party. I hope no one's allergic to penis. Human penis. <laughs> because if you are, then, um, well, you're going to be hungry. There's some bread. Yeah. Don't so, ha- oh, actually, maybe you shouldn't even eat the bread as well because I, I was playing with the penises with the, yeah. with the bread. You got to put just, the butt lard in the bread. What I did was I, held, I hung up the penises by a, like a clothing line and then I would play the penises with the bread kind of like they were marimbas <laughs> it was fun i just i like to make cooking fun uh well mr Dahmer, i don't think we have room for you here on the food network um but i think but it's no, a great show idea pitch. this is my other pitch what we okay. do is right but is it does it all involve human penises we're not allowed to have a show where you cook human penises on the show i think there could be a workaround to the human penis end right but I think that mostly what I want is, okay, we get Tyler Florence, right? Mm, yeah. I slid very, him from bush hair to Adam's apple, I'm right? going to say security. Security. <laughs> oh, We're going to have to get now. Mr. Dahmer out of here. Having fun with cooking. Thank you. Having fun with cooking with Mr. Jeffrey Dahmer will not be greenlit this season. However, I think they're looking for shows over at True TV. Okay. Goodbye, Mr. Dahmer. Thank you. Welcome to the last podcast on the left, everyone. That's Marcus Parks. I'm Ben Kissel. We got a real entrepreneur over here. This is just Jeffrey Dahmer just trying to, to... To me, it's more of like, it's not Jeffrey Dahmer himself. It's the women that read Jeffrey Dahmer's books and were inspired. Yes, the women who <laughs> loved him, but he'll never love you, ladies. No, I, someone sad? was putting that up on the Facebook group, but people talk about how dreamy Dahmer was. Mm. You know what I mean? He, you know who you else never is really a chance, ladies. You know who else is really dreamy? Neil Patrick Harris. <laughs> and you're not going to bang him either. He might have had sex with uh, more dead corpses than Dahmer. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. What's really sad, too, is about like the fucking, like anybody who slept with Dahmer who didn't get murdered, you weren't pretty enough. <laughs> not good enough. You weren't good enough. And you think he's joking, but that is from the horse's mouth right there. <laughs> yep. That is what Jeffrey said, is that he only killed the beautiful ones. He did. And I believe Ted Bundy had a similar quote too where he's just like you're not even ugly enough for me you're not even pretty enough for me to kill i think he said that on the witness stand or on the defense stand 
didn't he? I want to well, see that in the Louis C.K. show and see how get that <laughs> some sort of sensitive that's like hell coverage. of a bird. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we got part three of Dahmer. Part Let's three just, of Dahmer. We're bringing this home this time. Oh my! Mm. You know, I'm almost sad to say goodbye to Jeffrey Dahmer. I really am. I have to mm-hmm. admit, this is the most fun I've had researching, and I don't know how long. We got some great details. Great stuff details. that I did not know. One particular fact <laughs> that flips my wig so hard. I mean, I'm I'll, very excited for it. I got to admit, the uh, my number one resource on this is that it's a, a fantastic book that all of you should have further reading. It's called The Man Who Could Not Kill Enough by Ann Schwartz. She was the first journalist on the scene. It was written. And See, I still would put like a poll pot in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd put like a, a man who couldn't kill enough. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Yeah, Maybe yeah. a Stalin type. I, I yeah. watched a show on Netflix called Nazi Hunter. Oh, I love it's Nazi like, Hunter. Nazi right. Hunter is amazing. And I was like trying to, I was thinking about that today. I was watching it. It's like they literally put one way or another, I'm going to get you yeah. on, sh- on that show. And I was like, this is inappropriate. Right. That's, you know what I mean? Like, save that for Beverly Hills Ninja. Yeah. Chris Farley's going to try to rescue like his bride. Jeffrey yeah. Dahmer and everything. Like everything I saw, I looked at it. It would start with that just being like, hey, Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Human penis. Human penis. Yeah. Um, I would love to see uh, yeah, a World War II dictator Dahmer. So then you want to grab their dicks. Yeah. And then you just put them in your mouth. So, yeah. hey, uh, so when do we get the, the Jews in here so I can suck on their penises? Uh? <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Garbles. Garbles. I got ideas. Hey, Garbles. <laughs> So we pick up with Jeffrey Dahmer uh, on May 26, 1991. This is the infamous escape story yes. that anyone who's uh, researched Dahmer for 15 minutes has heard. Dahmer met uh, Conorak Synthosome Phone. Yeah, and the Synthosome uh, Phone is going to be coming out this September This is actually by a, Apple. I said by this Apple. joke before. We said it before. Yeah. Then I said, well, what if we just call it the iPhone <laughs> instead of the... Yeah, yes. yeah, that is a good behind the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> so he picked up this kid at the Grand Avenue Mall where he picked up up a few of his victims and where he bought the suitcase that he put his second victim in. Mm. Yeah. Uh, this was his, you know, Grand Avenue Mall. That was yeah. his hangout. That was his bodega. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he uh, offered the boy money to post for pictures. Uh, this kid was 14 years old. He already had a prostitution bust. He was yeah. like a lot of the other people. Yeah. Uh, the Jeffrey Not going to be up. mayor. And <laughs> right. You know. <laughs> I mean, not just the name either. I mean, there's also the prostitution bust. Yeah. But here's a yeah. very... This is Aren't one you, of, if you're a 14 14-year-old, can you be a prostitute? Aren't you the victim? I mean, yes, a lot of times, you, yeah, you are yeah. forced to be a prostitute. Yes, you okay. did, you're not, You're not like, waking up at 10 just being like, man, oh, man, I'm going to be on easy street sucking <laughs> right. dick for $5. You yeah. know, like, you're going to, you're forced. You're, yeah. The idea is put in your head. If yeah. you're, you're like, cops are supposed to protect the streets, but if you're just busting 14-year-old prostitutes, like, we got another... 14-year-old dick sucker off the streets. <laughs> There's not going to be three men coming tonight. <laughs> and here we find one of the strangest coincidences that I've ever seen uh, in that this kid, if you remember, Jeffrey Dahmer was arrested uh, before in the middle of his uh, first run for exposing himself to another young Filipino boy. Yeah. And this new boy was the younger brother of the first boy. Well, Dahmer definitely had a type. Yeah. He had yeah. a type. He, you know, liked, and- he loves people with bad fathers. <laughs> that's, I think that's what it is. Yes, he loves yeah, unregulated Filipino boys. Right. That's his favorite. But they also, you know, they look alike. 
You know what I mean? Yep. Man, imagine if Dom Romero set of triplets. <laughs> He'd be oh eating for three that night. <laughs> oh, that's a lot. That's like a, it's an Applebee's special or something. <laughs> so the two go back to Dahmer's apartment. It's the uh, inevitable scenario. Photographs, drinks, drugs. The kid and now, passes out. And now mm. what's now also part of his regular uh, repertoire, which is drilling the hole in their head and yep. jumping the acid in their face. Yep. Muriatic acid. It's pretty much battery acid. He injects it right into the frontal lobe. Uh, but Dahmer, it's at this I point... Maybe and, maybe you thought he was Pennywise the clown, you know? This is battery acid, you slime. Oh. And then he kills, attempts to kill Pennywise the clown in episode part one of the TV, made for TV movie, It, it. by Stephen King, which is Let's just let him sit. based off of a book that was too big to read. But the, the Thank the, you for explaining the miniseries It. it. And then there was <laughs> a fat kid named Ben that. who lost a lot of weight from running. And of That's course, like I you, was a fat. But yes. But with, not, but with cocaine. With you cocaine. lost away with cocaine. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so, so Dahmer is just going like, yeah, you feeling comfortable? And then he starts drinking. He's like, oh, this is like, I better get another Schlitz so I can get hard. And then, um, ding, 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 ding. I'm all out of Schlitz. Oh, shit. Oh, Schlitz. So he goes out. He goes on a beer run. Because you know what was the thing? At this point, he's like, God, I wish I had a sex slave so I could slip him a 10. Then he can, I, I'll buy, he'll fly. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Totally. That would be awesome. And then he'll just, uh, can you imagine a sex slave going to the corner store going like, <laughs> he's like all covered in cum and stuff. Well, these other 14ers are retarded. Well, we better sell them the beer. It would take a lot of training, though. You'd have to take oh, them yeah. back and forth and back You and do forth. it like this. <laughs> this is how you buy me beer. And this is a beer you buy me. Now suck my dick. Let's get it. Let's just get back in the house. Yeah. Let's get back in the house. So while Dahmer was gone, uh, Connor Ike, he woke up and he left the apartment. He was somehow able to find his way outside. So this woman, her name's Sandra Smith, is about two in the morning. Uh, she called 911 to report a boy running naked on the street, disoriented. Yeah, because they normally cut that off at 1 a.m. Oh, yeah. In that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So officers Joe Gabrish and John Balkerzak, uh, just some standard <laughs> uh, Milwaukee yeah. names. These guys are terrible human beings. Names yeah. Joe Gabris, and this is my partner, Jan Balkerzak. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they were called to the scene, and when they arrived, the paramedics had already arrived. The boy was wrapped up in a blanket, and Dahmer, having arrived back from the beer store, mm-hmm. was standing patiently right beside them, cool as a cucumber. Well, at this point, you know, he's, uh, uh, how do you say it? He's gone wackadoo for schmackadoo. <laughs> wackadoo so for he's got a fucking, he's, uh, he's got a different, he's on a different level now. He is. Yeah. And so he's very calm. Yeah, very calm. He just he just casually told the police, like, hey, this kid's a house guest. He had a little bit too much to drink. Whenever he drinks, he just yeah. acts a little crazy. He's 19, officers. Uh, he's my boyfriend. Yeah, so. I know he doesn't have any pubic hair. But <laughs> he's 19 years old. Um, yes, I know he's he's ble- he's bleeding out of his asshole, but that's because that's he fun. sat on a parking cone accidentally. Yeah, and then the hole in his head. He had a zit that was deep. Well, we were playing was, the game parallel parking, and he was the car, and he didn't parallel park very well. You know what I'm saying, officers? Yeah. When I swallow this man's jizz, how does <laughs> that make you feel? Excuse <laughs> me, Mr. <laughs> yeah, no, you can have him back. Hey, uh, yeah, Mr. Dahmer, please continue on your way. I can't imagine the smell of the cum and... Uh, mm. <laughs> 
<laughs> now they, that, that, that was, I mean, that's not too far off from the uh, actual yeah. attitude of the Milwaukee uh, Police Department at that time. These guys thought it was hilarious. This well, was and, the and funniest scene that they'd come across in years. To their credit, I believe it was about a decade, maybe a couple, uh, maybe 15 years later, Will Ferrell in old school. Great scene with him running down the street naked. Streaking. Very, very funny we stuff. We used to so. streak all the time. Yeah. People would streak. Yeah, and it was cool back the then. The hip thing to do. Yeah, yeah. you were... You were, you were b- Feeling the free love. Mm-hmm. You were showing your bush hair to the world to stop the war. But he didn't have bush hair, so that was the problem. No, no, he no. was a young boy who was obviously drugged. Yep. <laughs> yep. So they took the Conorak and Dahmer back up to the apartment. Uh, they saw that Conorak's clothes were neatly folded on the couch. Uh, they looked at that. Jeffrey showed them the pictures. They were obviously consensual. This was before. Well, what is Conorak literally sitting there going like, well, right. uh, yeah. please, please, please. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, at the much. very least, you take the guy to the hospital, right? Because he's probably, it's a good chance he was going to die of alcohol poisoning or something. Something like that. Yeah. So the w- cops walk in, and what they don't know is that the body of Tony Hughes, uh, Dahmer's last victim, sitting on the bed, had been decomposing for three days. And, of course, they asked mm-hmm. the cops, like, what about the smell? It had to have smelled horrible in there. And uh, one cop said, he's like... Yeah, he noticed, but it just smelled like somebody took a dump in there. Beautiful. Totally normal. <laughs> it's like when you have too many brats and you got to keep on farting and your wife doesn't want you to. You know how many times I've been down and playing poker with my buddies and we're having a fart competition <laughs> and he's farting uh, yeah. and I'm farting. I'm eating pepperoni just straight from the package. Yeah, it'll smell like a dump in there yeah. sometimes. <laughs> I walk down there and I say, what are you, a couple of, couple of guys having sex in here? <laughs> One of my jokes. You, you know, know they use shit as lube. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> you know, this got me thinking. Uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, he strangled all of his victims. And a lot of times in a strangling death, particularly, uh, that is when a body will completely vacate its bowels. You think sure. they poo-poo? So, yeah. Oh, I know they do. Yeah. I mean, in hangings, it's always a rule that you don't stand underneath the gallows because the guys always shit themselves. But you're supposed to eat the mushrooms that form underneath the human dookie. Yeah. No, you're, you're not to, supposed to. You are supposed to, and then you, you trip balls. Yeah, they're called mandrakes. What? Yeah, yeah, this is true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, this was something I think we covered in our witchcraft episode. I just think that it's, ju- it's just some fucking idiot fooling his buddies as being like, hey, hey, <laughs> she eat those mushrooms over there. It's like, I don't know. I think maybe they're poison. <laughs> I think they, I mean, yeah. they are a bit of a poison, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so that means that Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah, his apartment was probably covered in shit most of the time. But yeah. he had plenty of Soylex around. There's a lot of stuff going on in that So apartment. from what I right. research, I did some research on Soylex, apparently great for getting any stain out of any carpet. That's Industrial great. strength. Very good. Yeah. So he's yeah. fine in that uh, respect. So the cops leave him there as soon as, uh, as, soon as they get out, as soon as the uh, cops leave, Jeffrey thinks like, well... I guess I'm going to have to pour more acid into his brain. Well, he's obviously not listening to orders, so (laughs) you know what I'm going to have to do is, what if I pull out one of his eyes? Hmm. I haven't tried that before. Maybe you'll just walk around in circles, (laughs) not so much out out the front door. So when the cops uh, got back into their car, they called the dispatcher, and uh, they said, this is actually, this is a transcript from what they said, Uh, the intoxicated Asian naked male (coughs) was returned to the sober boyfriend... It'll be a minute. 
My partner's gonna go get Delouse at the station. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> chop, 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 chop. Classic. That's if I was in a radio play about Jeffrey Dahmer. That's yeah. the only question. That's the only things you need. It's ooh, 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 ooh. Hey, you want to come by my place? Yeah, I just pictured the uh, the chef from the Muppets doing that the whole the whole yeah. thing there. And this is a, and here you've also got like further uh, police negligence. Days later, the boy's photo it shows up in the newspaper, and the woman who had originally called nine one one she immediately recognized the boy. Right, called up the cops, said, "All right, you've got to come and check out this guy's apartment. I saw this boy with this man. It was the last time he was seen. He disappeared around the same time that his parents said that he did. Nobody ever came." Nobody ever came to yeah. further investigate Well, that's this. the thing. This, again, Henry, you got into an argument with somebody, I believe, on the internet about uh, police negligence, and a lot of people think that we're too hard on the cops when it comes to these situations. They are completely and utterly at fault. This is how these serial killers stay active. Yeah. That's how they stay active. It's because departments don't speak to each other. Yeah. They uh, don't do the proper legwork. Nobody cared about these missing kids because they were a part of the gay scene. And they Nobody had bad cared. senses of humor. You know, if you walk into a room and it smells like dookie, don't be like, no, you're, you're shitting at each other. And it's like, Check the room for the body in the bed. You, you literally have a bunch of guys. Yeah, it's like, it didn't just smell like shit in there. It obviously smelled like rotting flesh. Yeah. Every cop is told right. pretty much if you smell a rotting body... He's got to invest. Sniff it out. Just Sniff go, around. Just go take a go looky-loo. you got a job. You can do that. You're yeah. allowed to do that. You're the only person who can. <laughs> I mean, you got to ask permission, but your job is to go and be like, hey, like they they give you a hard time if it smells like weed in the car. Right. Never mind if it smells like a rotting... 19 <laughs> bodies. Just how many bodies? A drum full of bodies. So oh, many. Must be the fish tank. <laughs> yeah, now that makes sense. So the day after, Dahmer, he calls into work because he wants to spend the entire day with Synthesomophone's body. This is and you don't take a sick day when you're sick. You take it when you have something fun to do. That's <laughs> it. Absolutely. Don't waste it when you're sick. Yeah. Go to work when you're sick. Poison everybody at the chocolate factory. And he also got around to uh, Tony Hughes, which he'd been putting off for a few days. Uh, so he takes care of those guys. Uh, a couple weeks after that, he gets to victim 13. He goes to Chicago for the annual gay pride parade, which mm. he never, never missed. Because never. he was a bit of a celebrity there. He showed up. Him. Yeah, he was fully dressed up as a gay mummy, which was fun for him. Yeah. Just pink not? toilet paper. Mm, yes. Know? So uh, he met this kid, 20-year-old Matt Turner at the Greyhound station, uh, promised him photographs once again. Just, hey, head over to Milwaukee yeah. with me. We'll take some photographs. Where'd you get that pink mummy outfit? You gotta soak it in Pepto. <laughs> Yeah, you just take normal toilet paper and you just put it all up on Pepto. Jeffrey, you're creepy, but I'm going to come all the way back with you to Milwaukee so you could take naked pictures of me. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> Stop it. You're creeping me out. I almost won't go, but I'll go. <laughs> ben, how far is it from Chicago to Milwaukee? It's about a uh, 45, 50-minute drive. Oh, that's it? That was very close. Oh, yeah. I mean, still, though. I mean, it's tough yeah. for Dahmer. The drive yeah. for but the Dahmer was good at that. He was really good at small talk, and he's like, I hope you like, uh, I hope you like Wham. That's all I got. I got one yeah. tape. You know, it was just like listening to Wham, kind of dancing. And I was like, hey, Jeffrey, maybe you want to put your hands on the wheel. He's like, I just like to take chances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he saved Matt Turner's head in a freezer in a plastic oh. bag. And Matt Turner was the first person to go inside the infamous blue barrel. Now, this blue barrel came really in handy. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, yes, 
Yes, it can hold the decomposing bodies sure. of all your, your male prostitute victims, but also you can put a chessboard on it and it's a fun little small town chess table. Oh, bring it to or, Union Square. Yeah, yeah, what you could do with it, you know, put drinks on it. Sure. It's now, it's another type of table. You know are you I mean? are you Billy Mays with the big blue tank? I'm just saying. Well, you had a big blue you had a big blue tank. You could put a record player on it. Yeah. It's a DJ booth. Now. <laughs> I'm Billy Mays with big blue tank. <laughs> <laughs> Want to dispose of some bodies? Put them inside the tank. And then, of course, yeah. Yeah, and so things. now he, this is him talking. You want to hear his recipe? Yeah, absolutely. Here's his recipe. Here's his cooking recipe. This is a human recipe. Yeah, this is yeah. A, this is a kind of his process as far as uh, killing people and, and Henry, eating them goes. Henry, I want to know if you approve of this re- uh, recipe. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It sounds delicious. During dismemberment, I save the heart. Mm. Also, meat from the thigh, bicep, liver. Cut it into small pieces. Yeah. Wash them off. Put them in clear plastic freezer bags and pull put them on the floor of the freezer, just as an escalation of trying something new to satisfy. And I'd cook it, and then I'd look at the picture and uh, I'd masturbate. So can we afterwards. say uh, he masturbated afterwards? He didn't eat right. That's not how you eat. That's no, not no, how you no, eat no, food. No, no, you no. don't just cook what it and jack off on it. Instagram is all Instagram yeah. is is people taking pictures of brunches, and some of those people jerk off to them sometimes later. But you know, that's a good point. It's different, you know. Now, yeah. and it just made me feel like they were a part of me. And that's what he said over and mm-hmm. over again: is that that's why he ate the people. It was a way to keep them. Uh, in his body, within well, him also, forever. I just feel like you're living in this world of madness for so long, and you've been doing so much fucked up shit. It yeah. just gets to a point where it's all just becomes it's it's easy, you know. Like because Ben and I kind of go on eating binges. I'll go on sure. an eating binge, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, I had a burrito for breakfast. I guess I'll also eat half a pizza for dinner. You yeah, know, like because you're already in the mindset. That way, I have Mexico and Italy inside of me. The whole country is, and I will destroy them. I don't have to travel. Because I yeah. have the countries as a part of me. Not a problem at all. I mean, and do you wash off the uh, the meat, though? I'm wondering if it's is it like an oyster situation where you shuck them and then if you wash them off, you ruin the whole thing. You got to be washing you, these guys. Yeah, the, you main, think so? the problem is, is that, I mean, a lot of the time, I imagine they reek of cologne, mm, you yeah, know, and that's yeah. not going to cook well. Well, you know, I mean, human point. human flesh is uh, a lot very similar to pig flesh, and you're not going to cook a pork chop without washing it off first. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, and it has to be thoroughly cooked. Yes. Well, he would cook it really lightly, which is daring because technically, like pork, you should brine it if you want a if you want a rare piece of. He pork. just kind of seared it, huh? He just kind of seared it, but at the same time, again, he was taking a lot of chances, so right. he wasn't really worried about food poisoning. <laughs> Maybe he does deserve a show on the Food Network. Actually, now that I think about it, well, it's really it's very much. It's very nose to tail, yeah. which is very hip nowadays in the food community. Nose to tail. Yes. Okay. Now you can stream the live TV you love for just 40 bucks a month with Sling TV. Get your favorite channels and shows for the best price. If you want live sports, Sling has all the football playoffs and pro and college basketball. Stay up to date with breaking news from around the world with MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. Sling also has reality, TV, popular entertainment, kid shows, and more. Sling costs almost half as much as other live TV providers, so you can watch more and pay less. Sling is easy. Sign up in minutes, stream at home or on the go on up to three devices, and record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. Get flexible channel lineups that put you in control. Pause, change, or cancel your service at any time. You'll never get locked into a long-term contract. Check out Sling.com for special offers. Sling, the live TV you love for a price you'll love. Last podcast on the left is sponsored by Squarespace. 
Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Thanks, Squarespace. With Squarespace, it's easy to create a beautiful website all on your own terms. Don't let anybody tell you what to do. This ain't your mama's website platform. It is, actually. It's actually be very easy for your mother to learn. You don't want to miss Fluid Engine. It's a next-generation website design system from Squarespace with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. I thought it was just the name of what my blood pressure medication turned me into. I'm, I'm peeing. Now, my goals for the year are I have two warehouses Filled with horse picks. Now, I know a lot of people, uh, obviously this bit has been done, but the Zendaya centaur picks are not going anywhere. And I've been trying to get the Judge Reinhold sitting on the Clydesdale line out. Uh, I need these moved, okay, because I have to move into the storage unit. Let's just say there are problems at home. So I need Squarespace to shoot this through the roof for me this year. And that's why I'm going to go full tilt and not only are you going to get the judge reinhold sitting on the clydesdale entire series clothes and non-clothes what we also are going to offer and i mean this we're trying to get into giraffe rides i brought this up the other day we got to start riding other animals but horses take pictures of the horses photoshop the horses into other celebrities but stop riding them save a horse ride a giraffe with Squarespace. Go ahead to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Squarespace.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It says right here, what would you do if another extra hour of your day? I mean, well, obviously I'd get some nunchuck training in. Oh, I'd make love to my wife. That takes about nine. That's a full nine minutes of that hour. And then I would probably uh, go to get a donut. And then I'd probably yell at my parents. But a lot of us wish we had more time. The question is time for what? I don't know. What works for you? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find out what matters to you so you can do more of it. You know that question? They're like, if you had a billion dollars, what would you do? You know, and like, you know, when I answer, it's of course, I would grind the government to a standstill with my giant machine of my making in secret for many years. But a lot of people get mad at that. And it's really hard to do that in a job interview or like when you're meeting somebody's like your significant other's parents for the first time. So, and you might actually want to think of starting therapy. So give BetterHelp a try. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash L-A-S-T-P-O-D. So Jeffrey's next four victims after Conorak, this all of this happened four victims, ten days. He's going the classic serial killer route of at the very end, he's just killing day blood after frenzy. day. I mean, yeah. just right. a complete blood frenzy. Uh, victim 14, his name was Jeremiah Jeremiah uh, Weinberger. So after this, after Conorak, and after trying the muriatic acid a couple times, Dahmer thinks that he's going to take a different tack and he injects boiling water into Weinberger's frontal cortex. Ooh, okay. And 
admittedly, he did last longer. Some people say that he went into a coma for two days. Other reports say that he was actually walking around the apartment uh, in a day. Can you daze. imagine that him is going like, <laughs> and Jeffrey's like, yay, yay, he's alive. My he's boy. alive. You know, like yeah. just so excited. You know, he's like, I'm changing your name. You're not Jeremy anymore. Your name is Zamzar. And you're going to suck my dick now, Zamzar. Yay, I love you, Zamzar. Fuck you. I'm fucking you. I'm fucking you. Oh, he died again. <laughs> he died. More boiling water in his brain. Well, it might wake him up. Now put cold water in his brain. That'll work out perfectly. Well, actually, we have... Uh, this is one of the few times that we have an actual witness that saw Dahmer leave with the victim. And in fact, this guy was a friend of Weinberger. And uh, when Weinberger asked him, he's like, hey, should I go home with this guy tonight? The friend said, hey, he seems all right. And Not friend so of the guy year. went home with him, and then later he added, you know, who's to say what a serial killer looks like? Which exactly. He, he makes a good point with that. Like, Jeffrey's I mean, like, all right, he's a quiet guy, he's good looking. Yeah, go home with him. Why they not? all look like, uh, they all have, they all, Dahmer looks like a serial killer. Yes. Well, I mean, in hindsight. He looks like the main character what, what, from No Country for Old Men, Harvey Bardem. The way they described him all the time, which is that he sat alone in the bar, didn't Zero talk killer. to anybody, yeah. showed up again and again. Nobody. That's the one thing I don't really understand that we've seen in other cases uh, in these small communities is that there was no general warning. Like, mm-hmm. nobody knew that there was something going on. It's like when we learned about the, with, the, with the Green River killer, like, the prostitutes were talking about there was a guy killing prostitutes and there was an awareness. It seems like here there wasn't much communication amongst the community. There's a reason behind that. Milwaukee was known as a transient gay area, meaning that anybody who came through... Was coming from out of town to be gay there that night and then leave. Exactly. People were coming and going all the time. So You had people from as far away as Kenosha, (laughs) from Sheboygan, all coming there to Milwaukee. So uh, his next victim, this is on July 12th, Uh-oh. he meets Oliver Lacey on the street, takes him upstairs, kills him, has sex with the corpse, places Lacey's head uh, in the fridge in the box, keeps his heart in the freezer to eat later. Uh, two days later, and some people say this is where Jeffrey truly lost it, he was fired from the Ambrosia uh Because well, now he has factory. lost all semblance of yeah. reality. He's got nothing. And Mr. Dahmer, you are coming in for the third straight day just covered in blood. Yeah, so covered in blood. It was chronic lateness and the fact that he's had he stopped bathing yeah. and washing his uh, clothes. And well, so there's this a body is why, in the tub, isn't there? I mean, he was showering on top of it. He knew he had to keep his it's job. Tough to shower on top of a body. <laughs> but it's fucked up because then you hear later, well, his statements later on, it's like basically he knew he was about to pop. The whole thing yeah. was about to be over. Like, he, there's only so long you can do it because yeah. in the end, you keep trying to make sex slaves and they're not working. So it's just like, what do I got to do? <laughs> right. You know, so he gets fired. And that's the other thing. I was just like, why are people going home with this huge, stinky man? I mean, if he didn't kill all these people, he's like a Wilt Chamberlain type. Yeah. He's still got all these people to have sex with him. He was very smooth in a certain way, I guess. He was extremely smooth. Here's another fucked up thing He must about have been. He constantly... Did he I ever go out and fail to like get somebody? I hate to say it, but it, it doesn't, it, it's not easy. It's not crazy easy, but it sounds like it's pretty easy to have sex if you go to a gay sex club and everyone's there to have sex. You're well, not seducing people. You're literally just like pointing and it's this guy going, yeah, or no. I suppose <laughs> so. You know? It's easy to get lobster at Red Lobster, but is it any good? You know? <laughs> That's the question. Yeah. So Jeffrey's last murder uh, was this guy named uh, Joseph Braidhoft. He was 25, met him on the bus. 
and the day after the murder, this is when you start to see that his actual his killing fields, his uh, his house, the maggots have discovered it. You know, it's finally gotten to the point where the what bugs. Which is kind of like when the, the hipsters find a restaurant oh, in yeah. New York City, you know, and then it's ruined. Totally. Yeah. So uh, the day after the murder, Dahmer uh, found the head covered in maggots. Uh, he decapitated the body, cleaned the head, put it in the refrigerator. What a day for those maggots. You know, the kids are all just, Dad, I don't, I don't know if I'm we can so make hungry. it anymore. Dad. He's like, Eureka, it's a Filipino boy's <laughs> penis. <laughs> we can eat on this for days, boys. And he's like, get off that head. That's my head, maggots. That head belongs to me, maggots. <laughs> maggots versus Dahmer. That's a hell of a horror movie. Sci-Fi Network's got to pick that up. Uh, so his head, uh, Brad, Brad Hoff's head, uh, goes in the freezer with all the rest of them. And the torso ends up going in the blue barrel uh, with a couple of other guys. Uh, and his last attempt comes on July 22nd, 1991. Mm. This is fascinating because this is the first time we really get an insight into what the kills were actually like for Jeffrey. Like the his actual... Uh, ritual. What you know, he, be, yeah, he was, it. yes. Although uh, it must be said that the victim, Tracy Edwards, is extremely unreliable. Extre- what do you mean? He was unreliable because uh, for a few different reasons. When uh, the day that the cops uh, rescued him, he thanked the cops so much. He went to the police station. He thanked the cops. Uh, and he gave them one story. And then he was on. He was one of the talk circuit guy, talk show circuit oh, guys. Oh, yeah. And then oh, okay. everything and, changes as soon yeah. as they get on the talk show circuit. Because if you're willing to talk... You're doing it for the money, yeah. And the story's going to become more sensational every time you say it. Mm. Like we see it all, we see it over and over again. Every time when, like, or because a lot of times oh, of it's course. like the near victims just don't talk to anybody. Yeah, they talk to the police and then they disappear because they don't want to. Also, well, I mean, when you're talking to Phil Donnie, who's producer, who just saw you on Sally Jesse Raphael, he's going to more amp story. it up. Yeah. yeah, why don't you amp it up a little bit better than Sally? And then of course you got to go on that big uh, fat girl, fat show. Remember that. Uh, from uh, Ricky Lake. Ricky Lake oh, show. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great one. So this is uh, one of the set this is one of the times when the stories differ because we actually get to hear from the victim. Uh, this guy Tracy Edwards, he was at the Grand Avenue Mall. He said that he was with friends when Dahmer approached all of them and invited them to a party at his apartment. And he even he even said, like, to kind of alleviate fears, like, hey, my girlfriend's going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing weird, fellas. Nothing just, weird. You look just like a skeleton with a wig on, you know, like, <laughs> he's just like, he actually thinks there will be a party when they go there. He's pretty certain that he, he's gotten them. He's been talking to them for long enough that they're ready. Yeah. It's like the teddy bear's picnic. He's like, he's like maybe it's kind of like Toy Story where I go away and they all talk to each other. So if I surprise them with a bunch of new friends, we'll yeah. have a big gala. They'll join in, yeah. <laughs> yeah you're all walking around with masquerade masks on and just being like lovely party Jeffrey and he's like thank you I made pigs in a blanket it's a bunch of dicks and stale rolls yeah you know, Tracy Edwards he had seen Dahmer in the community you know of course Dahmer was that huge fucking weird white dude that's always walking around right uh, so he said he who has a you know a habit of walking away with go-go dancers and people who b- blew in from out of town and then they disappear you know <laughs> so Edwards said that uh, his friends never showed up because Dahmer gave them a different address. 
than what... What, it, oh, what then sounds like to me is what Tracy Edwards is covering up is the fact that they were there to have sex with each other. I yeah. think he that's saw, what it was. Yeah. They yeah. saw each other. He was. He picked him up. He doesn't want to say that he's a homosexual uh, on the fucking talk show circuit. Right. And so, yeah. Because yeah. this does not sound like Jeffrey Dahmer. No, you don't go no. to Dahmer's apartment for a party. No. There's nobody... No, no, no one no, thought that was a good idea. one-on-one yeah. with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. That and is it, how he works. Yeah. Uh, and so they that's get another back great to the show for that's another great talk show one on one with Jeffrey Dahmer and it's just him like talk trying to do interview questions but every once in a while he'll like sprinkle salt and pepper on you and, like, <laughs> <laughs> and you want to, can you uh, can you sit in the water there suck on your finger but yeah. also try some white wine to see what matches best yeah. <laughs> so this continues this is Edward's story by the way uh, so he said that they were drinking together Jeffrey brought out a huge knife and you know threatened him put handcuffs on him uh, Edward said that he remained calm he said Jeffrey I'm not going anywhere i'm your friend yeah. it's all fine i'm just gonna be hanging out oh yeah i mean now you're you have to hang out yeah oh, <laughs> but, oh, you know no. why don't we just, just make it best pleasant. of a bad mm-hmm. situation yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah uh so jeffrey he puts on the exorcist three loves wow. it wow uh, yeah he uh, you know originally it's the worst one it's the worst one absolutely it's still kind of a fun one though i love all the exorcists yeah. So they watched The Exorcist, uh, and Dahmer was sitting next to uh, Edwards. He had a, the he, he had the knife. He was swaying back and forth. He was in a chant, uh, a trance, yeah. and he was just chanting something over and over again, like some sort of mantra. Sausage. Beer. Sausage. Mm. Sausage. Uh, mm. Penis. Do I suck Penis. his dick or do I turn it into soup? Do I suck his feet or do I cut him off and play with him for an hour? I, I can hear you. I can hear what you're chanting. No, it's- I'm just planning. <laughs> That's terrifying. <laughs> so, I want to play with your nipples like the radio dials, but I kind of just want to rip them off like I did to the radio dials to my radio. <laughs> Uh, so the guy said, Edward says that Dahmer just kind of casually says, hey, I want to eat your heart. So it was very similar to Henry's interpretation. Yeah, yeah pretty similar. Yeah. This is what Edward says. And Dahmer, he denies all this. He says that none of this actually happened. And then Edward's... Uh, you yeah, know, I mean, after everything he says, it's like... And then Dahmer's been very honest. He's been very honest. Right. And Edward's, uh, he punched him in the face. When Dahmer wasn't looking, he punched him in the face, kicked him in the chest, ran out the door. Dahmer, oh, Dahmer almost grabbed him on the way out, but he was able to run down the I kind of want Dahmer to get this one. <laughs> you know, out of all the victims. I mean, this is the guy. Uh, and now we're going to bring uh, one of the best detectives that Milwaukee has ever seen. We're going to bring uh, Detective Patrick Kennedy onto the scene. He was yeah. the guy that took Dahmer's He has confession. quite a bit to say about Jeffrey Dahmer. He has a lot. So we're going to be doing I mean, the, and a the lot next from Patrick best, Kennedy here. The next best detective in Milwaukee was the St. Bernard. So, I mean, it's not like, <laughs> it's not that big of an accomplishment. Yeah. But. So, uh, so, yeah, Henry, why don't you tell us what uh, Detective Patrick Kennedy said, what Jeffrey said actually happened. Now, Jeff told told me his idea was that since he ran out of pills, he just tried to drink this guy under the table. But he said this guy could drink as much as him. So he said, if I get him in a bandage photo, then I own him. If I have him handcuffed, I could strangle him and I can kill him. Yeah. Which, that's also kind of how he talks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that is a very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's—I believe—that is actually what happened. It was nowhere near as uh, dramatic 
or anywhere near as detailed right. as this guy made it out He to does be. the same thing that he's done every other... He would not change it at this point. No. no. He told him... Uh, he offered him money to come take naked photos That's with it. him in the apartment. He handcuffed him like was normal and then tried to kill him, and he just got away with it because yeah. he didn't have pills. Yeah. yeah. There's no wagging around this, waving around a knife or chanting. That's all nonsense. He could have chanted. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. just mumbled yeah. under his breath. I don't think he's a, He's not a but chanter. But it feels like no. at this point, as they, every serial killer says, uh, the Ted Bundy quote is the same thing. It's like the first time you kill, you have everything planned down to the last detail. The last time you kill, you think around, you're like, oh, where did I put the wrench? The yeah. crowbar. Yeah, yeah. Where did I put yeah, the crowbar? Yeah, it's like, where did I put it? So it's like, you were just, it's paint by the numbers. Yeah. He just didn't keep an eye on him. Yeah. So police officers Robert Routh and Rolf Mueller were flagged down. Uh, Edwards, he comes up to the car and he says, I've been... I've been attacked. There's a freak up in that apartment. There was, I have to get, I have to get out of these handcuffs. He was in his underwear. And originally, he didn't even want the cops to go up to the apartment. He's yeah. just like, hey, listen, I've got these handcuffs. You got to get these off me. I, I don't want to make a report. I don't want to do anything. Yeah, because just he was hiding off. being a homosexual. Exactly. This is how afraid people are of yeah. being outed. It's so sad. Yeah. There's no reason for it. Like, you could have just, well, you know. Well, 91, 91 in Milwaukee, the last time they returned a guy to Dahmer's apartment, it didn't turn out so well, so. Yeah. And, they, you know, there was this other uh, serial killer in San Francisco, the Doodler. Uh, That's right, the doodler. Yeah, the doodler. Yeah, yeah and they had like uh, a nickname you give yourself. Yeah. No, we're not going to call you doodler, Steve hey, Hemchick. No, man. No, nobody call me Hemchick anymore. I'm the doodler. Now, if someone bring those I balls don't... over to me because they look dry. <laughs> he was another guy leaving clues as to which dick he sucked last night, like the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why does my butt sack, why does my ball sack have a question mark Answer on it? Answer this riddle, and I'll okay. tell you why. Did you drug me in? And draw a fucking question mark on my ball sack. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm the doodler. <laughs> well, that is just a that's just illegal. Yep. So uh, yeah, the doodler was a guy that was in San Francisco. They caught the guy, but the two witnesses who got away refused to testify because they didn't want to come out. They didn't want to be outed publicly. Sure. So the guy got away scot free. This is another. This actually could that could have happened again. The cops went up. They asked for the handcuff key. Uh, Dahmer pointed to the bedroom. He's like, I don't really know where it is. I mean, if you want to get him off, you can saw his hand off. It's pretty much all you can do. <laughs> and he was serious because yeah. that's what he'd done every other time. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is a genuine it. tip. Yeah, this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I get them off. Uh, and here's the fucking. Here's the sometimes fuck up you thing. gotta cut the whole arm off, and then sometimes I mean you're sitting there, you're eating the arm, and you're just like, "Where? Oh, I'm late for work." Yep. <laughs> here's the fucked up thing is that if Dahmer had the key, he would have gotten away again. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just give he, him the key. Yeah, he would have gotten away again. Uh, and so the you this, always have to have a plan B. It can't always just no, be cut off the hands. He wanted to go. Yeah. He wanted to get caught. And so the yeah. officer, you know, he figures, all right, I'm here on the search for the key. That's what he's here for. He just wants to get in and get out as soon as possible. Yep. He starts moving towards the bedroom. Jeffrey leaps in front of him. The other guy says, back off. Get out of his way. Uh, the officer goes into the bedroom, notices the dresser's half open. Uh, he looks inside, and he just sees dozens of Polaroids, just naked men in various poses. Uh, and then he starts kind of going through them a little bit. Who knows why? Maybe yeah. actually being a police officer. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah, yeah. investigating something. <laughs> Getting yeah, He starts going through, and he sees all these pictures of just decapitated and mutilated corpses. And he starts, he's like, oh, f holy shit, this yeah. is fucked up. And he starts looking at the pictures 
speakers and then looking around him. It's like, oh, this is the studio right here. <laughs> this is it. I mean, I'm fucking, I'm here in Magic Land. <laughs> this would be a funny scene if they put like a sitcom laugh track under it. You yeah, know, like, like a Big that. Bang Theory. Ooh. Don't go in the don't go in my room. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to go in there. <laughs> and this is like his catchphrase. You know. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, he saw that they were actually in the apartment. He turned Uh-oh. to his partner. He said, grab him. Uh, and Dahmer, he tried to escape, but, you know, Ralph got him to the ground. Mm. Uh, Mueller goes over to the fridge. Uh, he opened the door, sees the human head. And Jeffrey, he's just sitting on the and floor. And that's pretty damning evidence. That's Not very good. damning evidence. And he said, for what I did, I should be dead. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, and so the calls start going out over the police channels. They start it's saying, like, uh, Hey, um, I know. Are you on a coffee break? Good, good. If you could come by yeah. um, this apartment, um, we got a bit of a shit fuck. That's what we're going to call it. We're going to call it a shit fuck. Yeah, I think that's appropriate. <laughs> and at this point, all they know is heads. They're like, hey, well, there's we some other s- things in his refrigerator as well. Oh yeah, yeah, but at, they all they knew is they opened up, they saw the heads, and they closed it immediately because these yeah. guys are beat cops. You know, they're not detectives. They just no. they're trying to bring in the like the forensics. Oh yeah. Oh, that. you want to pass the buck on this pretty seriously because. <laughs> This is a lot of paper. Oh, totally. They yeah. opened the fridge and the guy jumped into his partner's oh, yeah. arms like Scooby from Scooby-Doo, just scared going with what well, Shaq. He sees the head of the thing. It's like my first, I go, like, oh, my dad always talk about being a cop. He's like, well, you see, he's like, as soon as you see a severed hand, he's like, well, that's five hours of fucking paperwork right there. Yeah. You know, it's just like, now, now I have to go to court. <laughs> uh, and they start, they start bringing detectives over. They start, uh, they start looking over the apartment and what they found in the apartment is terrifying. It was like Vincent Price's house, as you would imagine it, without it all being just props. <laughs> yeah, but I love what's in the refrigerator. It's also some ketchup, oh, some yeah, mayonnaise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, read, so, yeah. I'll read the thing here. Yeah, yeah. So this, this is, is from Ke- Patrick Kennedy. Patrick Kennedy. Inside the apartment, what I saw was an empty refrigerator. On the door handle, you know, they had some mustard. Dijon. <laughs> Dijon. That's what a classy and guy. Some ketchup and some mayo. But in the main portion of the refrigerator was an amp was empty except for an open box of Arm and Hammer bacon soda to keep things fresh. Of course. You know, in a box containing the freshly severed head of a black male. <laughs> and it was just sitting there, no blood. That's what was on the surreal. You know, it was immaculately clean, sliced at the neck perfectly. And cause, you know, I open it up and here's this black guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's just talking about it as if like it like it's like everything's like a baseball game. Yeah. <laughs> or like, <laughs> so there I was a, there was a collection of skulls. I'm going. Oh, through, I'm about just, to go through a laundry list here. Yeah. Oh yeah, and this uh, has got also some of my uh, favorite facts. Yeah, a uh, collection of skulls Dumber needs to be put in everything. Like those old Dijon commercials yeah. where roll down your window. Do <laughs> <laughs> want? And it's just a big severed fucking penis. <laughs> shopping for humans is hard, but shopping for your dog is easy. Thanks to Bark. It's because Dog can't give you its opinion. But every month we deliver dogs and treats just for your pup because they deserve to be spoiled. And then the dog shows you what they like. It's incredible. Only I could teach Wendy to use an iPad. She's so resistant. She scratches it up, barks at it, barks at me. But if she could use it, she'd order BarkBox for herself. At Bark, we send your dog a whole new collection of toys and treats made just for them every single month. And for a limited time, we'll double your first box for free. How about that? Wendy loves her little toys. 
Carmi has become quite a terrorist when it comes to her toys. And she's a murderer. She rips these things up. But, you know, we got some high quality, tough toys from BarkBox. And she absolutely loves them. And our family could not be happier. <laughs> and if you just want a slice of this joy, you got to go to BarkBox. To get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com slash left. That's right. You can sign up now at BarkBox.com slash L-E-F-T for this exclusive offer. This ad is now over. Let's go back to petting our dogs. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. Yeah. Very key. You got to communicate clearly. All these emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. It's like you're Captain Kirk and Grammarly is Data. And you're kissing a lady on another planet. And Data is just trying to make sure you write better. Better writing means a stronger impact. And Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. And by understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. It did begin to understand when I was yelling and when I was doing bits versus me, because I do use Grammarly, and it's nice, but I will also say Grammarly does will do the thing where it's like, um, I think maybe you missed a little comma, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, I know. Thank you, Grammarly. Like, thank I get it. Yes. But still, like, maybe we could just think about what I'm going through today, right? But Grammarly really does help because that's what we all need, a stern teacher with glasses and uh, little buckled shoes. That's Grammarly to me. That's what I see. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. And if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Now, I love Babbel, and I love what they're doing for the people of America. But I went on there to find out if I could learn Fremen in order for me to go and harness the desert power that it would take to finally get the raids of the sand planet Arrakis. Uh, but they said they only offer real languages and uh, stuff that can really help people travel. I think that's mostly what Babbel's looking to do. They didn't really, like, I called customer service and I asked me, like, well, how can I possibly harness the power of a million Fremen? And they said, please, sir, stop calling. And I said, but I, I'm doing an ad for you currently while we're on the phone. And Babbel, you know what? God love them. They helped me learn German. And in the end, they, they were right. Because German's a lot more useful. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash left. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
So a collection of skulls, some bleached, others hand or spray yeah. painted. Three additional severed heads were found in oh an upright freezer compartment and locked in ice at the base of the unit. Uh, there was a bag loaded with flesh and internal organs. Another freezer had two hearts, each individually wrapped in plastic bags. There was a thick slab of muffle, muscle tissue. Uh, on the floor of the cupboard, there was a large kettle containing a pair of human hands, a set of genitals. In the bottom drawer of a metal filing cabinet in Dahmer's bedroom. There was a complete human skeleton, uh, dried remnants of somebody's scalp, and another penis that had obviously been there for a while. He forgot oh, about it. Oh, that's sad. When you, that's the problem. It's like, you know, old friends. You don't see them for a while because yeah. you're making a bunch of new friends, you know? Yeah. That poor shriveled old penis must have been so alone. You gotta, you gotta cut off a lot of human Nobody penises to lose one. <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey hasn't sucked on me in I'm sorry. What do you think I did wrong, Mr. Skeleton? Nothing, human penis. I just you... don't think you're attractive to him anymore. No, that's not right, <laughs> Maybe Skeleton. Maybe you need to get some plastic surgery. Oh, don't say that to the little penis. <laughs> oh, I, just, I just wish that somebody would just, just suck me and play with my balls. I'm give sure me some love, yeah. somebody will. Or if I was still alive, that'd be nice. Yeah, you don't think I don't want to still be alive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there was the uh, famous 57-gallon blue p- plastic drum. Uh, there were They found three human torsos marinating in their own juices. Mm. Uh, this is what Ann Schwartz... Marinating. I don't know if the term marinating is right here. I'd say congealing. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of disgustingly hanging out. Here's what Ann Schwartz, the woman who uh, wrote The Man Who Couldn't Kill Enough, this is what she said. She said, in the back of the closet was a metal stock pot that contained decomposed hands and penises. I'd love to find a place where this much storage space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have no one closet in my apartment. Yeah. On the shelf above the kettle were two skulls. Also in the closet were containers of ethyl alcohol, chloroform, and formaldehyde, along with some glass jars holding male genitalia preserved in formaldehyde and Polaroid pictures taken by Dahmer at various stages of his victims' deaths. One showed a man's head with the flesh still intact, lying in a sink. Another displayed a victim cut open from the neck to the groin like a deer gutted after the kill. The cut so clean, I could see the pelvis bone clearly. Now, he could have sold this if he just like, Welcome, detectives, to my version of the Mutter Museum. This is the Dahmer Museum. Notice all the human penises. It's also... A bit of a restaurant. It's crazy. (laughs) Would you like something to eat? Well, I mean, you say museum, but uh, the head investigator, the guy that dismantled the crime scene, he said it was more like dismantling someone's museum. It was all left out for him to constantly be looking at it and for people to see it. He wanted it to be be found. That's why he left it all out there. Like John Wayne Gacy kept everything in the fucking basement put away. Like everyone else lived secret. They kept a dividing line between their mad side and them, where Dahmer was up to his eyeballs in it because he built, the, the whole house became a shrine. I just yeah. don't, it's an apartment. Yeah. You know, if he had a crawl space, he would have loved to use it. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Or like a garage. But I feel like yeah. he would have dumped the bodies in the river. There would have been other ways for him to deal where, with. Where would he put them? If you're killing somebody, it's tough to get rid of an, uh, a body in an apartment. Yeah. And go downstairs and things I like that. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I don't know for sure. Well, All right, so this is, yeah, this is, so this is my favorite factoid. Yeah. Patrick Kennedy. A five-gallon plastic pail, it had a couple of penises. One, he had a black penis. You know, when he started saving the penises, he didn't save the white one. Hmm. So the one penis we found, he had bought foundation, like the one women use for their zits. 
He made it a white penis. Oh, interesting. So he painted he painted a dead man's penis white so he could suck on it. Okay. And so I literally it's just like a this color is going to look beautiful on you. <laughs> like doing a fucking makeover with yeah. it. And then he's going like, fuck, thank God you're white now. Yeah. <laughs> and then he just got white makeup all over his all face, like face. a hopper with paint all over their face. <laughs> so Unbelievable. So Dahmer was, ta- of course, taken back to the uh, to the station. And Patrick Kennedy, they put him in the box with him because Kennedy's partner had gone over to uh, the crime scene. Uh, the confession was 100 160 pages long. Uh, Dahmer said, you know... Honestly, I bet he was so relieved to talk to somebody once it finally came out because that's what he said before was that when he... It's like he wished he could have spoken about his horrible impulses before, but how do you tell something to somebody that's just going to put you in a concrete square for the rest of your life? Yeah. Yeah. And Kennedy treated him pretty good. He had some coffee, some cigarettes. I mean, Dahmer was still blackout drunk, and this is how dangerous... He gave him a bunch of pepperoni ropes that he could just suck on just to sort of wean himself off. You can paint him any color. Don't. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, Kennedy didn't believe him at first. Yeah. Uh, at first, he was like, all right, you know, okay, so you had the heads. That's pretty fucked up. But Dahmer immediately started going into each murder in detail. Finally, Kennedy's, uh, his, uh, once they Somebody's got to start writing this down because I can't remember anything because I'm half drunk. <laughs> yeah, he didn't They write, were all drunk. He didn't write anything down until yeah. his partner called him and said, like, hey, this is for real. We found all of this shit. This guy is the real deal. Oh, yeah, because that's what was really... Yeah, they, they, yeah, I remember that. In Jeffrey Dahmer Files, he talks about that. He's, like, sitting down with him, and literally he just thinks that he's got, like, a couple of murderers that Tell he kept the tales, heads. Yeah. But then as he's getting a call, it's, like, call after call after calls coming and just being like, and now we found a stew pot filled with penises, and now... He He's painted a bunch of them, and this is, uh, it's it's all, it's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, uh, you would think that he would have started writing down things kind of immediately. Once you find one head in a refrigerator, I'm just going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he's killed somebody before. Yeah. Um, Because he immediately told the story about the jogger. Yeah. He went way back. And this is how dangerous the Milwaukee uh, jail system is. Dahmer was terrified of going down to the general population because he was just going to get his ass kicked. Of course. And, uh, just for so being that's gay. Just because yeah. his crimes were gay. Yeah. If he was straight, he would have been a fucking superstar. Yeah, in the well, in the prison system. No, because it's true. You look at people like Bundy and stuff like that. The prisoners looked up to him. But if you're gay, they're ready to all jump and jump beat him. Sure, we'll see all. We'll see that. Though. Yeah, and he gave. Uh, you know, Dahmer started giving him all kinds of weird details. He said that uh, what he used to cook them with, he used uh, vegetables, mushrooms, onions, uh, and they said that during the month before they caught him. That was the only meat that he ate. Yeah, and he said a lot of things. It's it's just so. And then I still love Patrick Kennedy just being mystified. Yeah, with it to say he had a lot of lovers. There's lovers walking around, and I see sometime in Milwaukee that I know got fucked by Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> but he didn't kill him because he only killed the ones that he thought were really truly the most beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's he said. He said he only ate the ones that were truly beautiful to him. Yeah, uh, and he only killed and kept parts of the ones that he thought were, as in his eyes, the perfect specimen of a man. Yes, because like the other thing we talk about too is on the yeah. search for the ultimate orgasm. You yeah. know, and, and it's like all this other shit. Yeah. Speaking of which, he uh, he ejaculated into torn open rib cages. He draped yeah. himself with the bloody entrails. Uh, it took- he really got creative. Yeah, yeah he, he was really- having a good time. <laughs> yeah. And you, I've never had so good. At, I guess the only thing I could really put it is eating Chinese food alone. That's a good. <laughs> That's time. like me, where Love it's like you're that. covered in sauce. You know, no shirt on. That's pretty. You great. know, like I mean, it's just me watching Aquatine, just smoking. 
smoking a blunt and eating Chinese food. That's the only thing I can say is equivalent to Jeffrey Dahmer <laughs> yeah. with these bodies. Dahmer's living this whole other like 80s sci-fi movie just covered in human entrails with you his arms raised in a V, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, cause, yeah, we're, and also working at the Chocolate Factory, yes, some of these guys got improv troops and they got stuff going <laughs> on the side like a band, you know? And they asked Jeff, Jeffrey what he does and he's just like, oh, I occupy myself. <laughs> yeah, I stay busy. I, you, I promise you that. Yeah, crafts. <laughs> I yeah. like crafts. Crafts, I mean costumes. Uh, just smearing <laughs> blood all over his face. In sort of a Native American pattern, just speaking to himself in the bathroom mirror. All this uh, old shit here, what a time. too. He started, this is again Patrick Kennedy. He started saving the heads. A lot of times he'd said he'd pull out the heads, you know, because there were, what he was trying to do is try, if there was a while where he was trying to prevent himself from killing. Yeah. So he'd use his trophies. Yeah. And so it's like, you know, we found seven heads in the refrigerator. He'd pull them out, talk to them, stick his dick in their mouth. We found a couple of penises he'd just suck on, you know? He said he'd do this to try to satisfy himself so he wouldn't have to keep going out and killing people. Right. And I asked him, I was like, Jeff, why didn't you just go get a boyfriend? Why the fuck do you have to kill everybody? And then you look at Jeffrey Dahmer into his blue eyes, you didn't see the fucking devil. You know what I'm saying? You saw, at least I saw, a pathetic human being who was so hedonistically selfish that all they could think about was the pursuit of his own sexual pleasures. And this is why Nutrisystem doesn't work. You know, you can't have... <laughs> a drink to substitute a meal. That's yeah. right. You can't have a shake for a steak. Doesn't yeah. work. Can't have a fake penis... Or a severed human penis for a human penis Once attached. Once we can get some severed human penises and pill forms, we'll be able to cure sure. the serial killers. So the trial comes up. This trial, they said that his court appearances, they had the air of a movie premiere. They was, yeah. It was huge. said it had the biggest security measures ever seen in a U.S. courtroom. They swept it for bombs daily uh, with sniffer dogs. There was an eight-foot wall of bulletproof glass protecting Now we went out there. Now we, we deputized the state's biggest pigs, and we Put the, we, and we put them all on the outside but there. The problem is that guys kept killing the pigs in order to make sausages out. Barbecue, yeah, barbecue <laughs> detective they were calling them. Well, I know anyone out there who was, I guess, at any age in which you actually paid attention to shit in 1992, you saw this everywhere. everywhere. Every yeah. day you saw Jeffrey. I, I was talking to you know one of my assistants here. He was born in like 89, uh, and he had no idea what Jeffrey Dahmer looked like, oh, and that also, fucking mystified me. I couldn't believe that someone could know what Dahmer so, looked like. They're so huge, too. You know what I mean? Like, The Tonight Show was making fun of him. SNL oh, was yeah. making fun of him. And like All this stuff was happening. He became, he became well, as we know, that's why he's, I mean, it's important to, to the serial killer fucking oeuvre is that he is he's the one yeah yeah he's, he's the huge. number one killer everyone's heard of jeffrey dahmer yes. at one point or another he did a lot of stuff to earn the reputation <laughs> oh he's the jack of all trades i mean you look at someone like michael jordan or uh you know uh lebron james you got a rebound you got a pass you got to shoot and you got to win the big game yeah. you know and he did everything but yeah you gotta win in the postseason yeah. he made human zombies he <laughs> raped he killed he ate he did everything. He did everything. Every single thing. Yeah. And he, of course, he pleaded. He didn't have sex with a woman. Yeah. Which he never is, had sex with uh, a woman. He did not. Yeah. If he wants to, you know, go through some trials, he should try getting married. Yeah. That would be <laughs> yeah, tough. See if he can survive getting married. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty easy to kill your, kill your boyfriend, but try being married for 10 years. That's a, <laughs> 
So he pleaded guilty but insane uh, to Mm -hmm. all counts. And what that means (laughs) is uh, by pleading guilty to the charges brought against him and thereby waiving his rights to an initial try to establish guilt, the issue debated by opposing counsels at Dahmer's trial was to determine whether he suffered from either a mental or personality disorder. The prosecution claiming that any disorders did not deprive Dahmer of the ability to appreciate the criminality of his conduct or to deprive him of the ability to resist his impulses. The defense arguing that Dahmer suffered from a mental disease and was driven by obsessions and impulses he was unable to control. I mean, he wasn't well. Yeah. No. I mean, if you're Dahmer, I would just stand up and say, members of the jury, I got five words for you. You had to try it. <laughs> I had some of the best goddamn human penises on the face of the planet. If you had one bite, you couldn't stop. Yeah, he would. You'd be addicted yourself. God, That's I love right. that dick. God, I yeah. love that That's dick with looking. some onions and some mushrooms. Ooh, oh, mm. my goodness. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well, the trial uh, goes on, and this is when some juicy little details oh, start my. coming out about Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh, apparently, he fancied himself the Emperor from Return of the Jedi. He I mean, bought yellow. I always wanted to be chewy. Yeah, we. Well, yeah. 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 Uh, he bought yellow tinted contacts to make him look more like the Emperor. Such a uh, nerd. And when these <laughs> when these details came out that he loved Return of the Jedi and he loved uh, the Exorcist movies, it was said that in Milwaukee there was not a single uh, video store where you could rent any of these movies. I'm because sure. everyone immediately went out and they wanted to see what connection there was. Like they wanted to just see anything about yeah, they this just guy. rule. Oh, they're yeah. great movies. Yeah, they're yeah, awesome good taste. Movies. Yeah. I love Jedi. Uh, we found out that he couldn't get an erection if his partners were awake, and he hated that because until his part, if they had sex before uh, they were drugged, he was always the bottom, and he hated being the bottom because then he was completely powerless. Yeah, right. and his whole thing was control. Uh, and he also, and this is a funny, this funny little story that came out uh, on Thanksgiving Day in 1989. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, he woke up in a strange apartment. He was hogtied and suspended from the ceiling. Uh, Dahmer said, you know, he drank too much and blacked out. His legs were tied together. His arms were tied behind his back in the fashion of the hogtie. Mm. Uh, he was hanging by hooks and ropes, uh, and the man was sexually assaulting him with a candle. Well, he just didn't know is that he was invited to a birthday party against his will and he was the cake. Yeah, you gotta <laughs> ask, am I the cake? And when he told this story, the whole section of the court where uh, there were family members hanging out, they just laughter erupted. Yeah, they thought that was very hilarious yeah. stuff. They thought, yeah. And he Dumb said when the he, human cake. And this was when he was uh, at the House of Correction, that halfway house, and he said when he got back, uh, he passed several inches of candles uh, during and a bomb movement. You have to have a laugh to yourself about that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, everything else you do in She'd be like, you know, him shitting out the candle and being like, you know, there's some real perverts out there. Mm. <laughs> uh, it said that he, uh, when mean, he was yeah. working at the plasma center in Milwaukee, he took a vial of blood home and drank it. Yeah, I mean, he's it. trying a lot of shit. Yeah, he's trying yeah. a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. When asked about his fascination with body parts, he said, maybe I was born too late. Maybe I was an Aztec. I, I don't know. At the same time, they they at least were Mexican. Yeah. Maybe it's <laughs> Maybelline. Maybe you're just a psycho. I mean, who knows? Maybe a bunch of things happened. Uh, they brought in his supervisor from the Ambrosia Chocolate Company. He said, I had no problems with Jeffrey. He was always very polite. But I'm saying Jeffrey's still bad. <laughs> yeah. He's bad, but I mean, I've never met a finer chocolate mixer until, just I mean, best. he just made it so creamy smooth because he just whip at it and whip yeah, at it. Whip yeah, at it. yeah, yeah, yeah. He said he was like, he was 
was making a mold for a black person. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's like, oh, how I wish I could pour it into a big six foot tall mold and had take that home, you know? And we laughed about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never got greenlit, though. <laughs> nope. So the lo- this is my favorite detail from the trial. His lawyer, uh, the same guy that had... Uh, that had uh, defended him in the first case, Boyle, uh, he brought out this huge wheel, and at the center of the wheel was a picture of Jeffrey Dahmer. It's kind of like, do you remember Wheel of Fish, whatever, in yeah, uh, UHF? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're so <laughs> stupid! Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot like that. Uh, and so... Around the wheel were all of these things listed that the lawyer said was wrong with Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> and uh, he just listed them these one are the by categ- one. These are the Jeopardy categories yeah. of what was yeah. wrong with Jeffrey Dahmer. He um, said, I'll take skulls and locker for a thousand, please. <laughs> he said, skulls and locker, cannibalism, sexual urges, drilling, making zombies, necrophilia, drinking alcohol all, the, all, at the, the, time. all the time, trying to create a shrine, lobotomies, defleshing, calling taxidermists, uh, Going to graves for years, masturbating, masturbating. This, this, <laughs> yeah, that was. This yeah. is Jeffrey Dahmer, a runaway train on the track of. I can't madness. believe he was jerking off. <sighs> yeah, that's really that's sinful. Disgusting. Yeah, people shouldn't masturbate. What is he, a pig? Mm. Can't get it enough, so he has to jerk off all the time. Ugh. Yep. So this is what the prosecution argued against the insane plea. He said, first, is that he did not suffer. The defense argued that he suffered from primary necrophilia. Which means he can only fuck dead bodies. Yeah, and he has an uncontrollable uh, compulsion to do it. But the uh, prosecution rightly argued that it was not primary necrophilia because of his attempts to create the zombie slaves. Now, how do you feel when you're making up the argument of just being like, (laughs) you know, when you're sitting there at night, you know, because you're working on your notes in the kitchen and your wife and your kids are probably playing in the other room stuff and you're just like well he didn't want to just fuck the bodies because yeah. he kept trying to make these zombies he wanted to keep <laughs> them he alive fuck, yeah he wanted them to be alive so yeah. it's like legally we got him by the ball <laughs> yeah we got him real good here uh, they said that he was extremely calculating he went to great lengths to be alone with his victims which is also true uh, and they said that he the, the prosecutor felt that uh, Dahmer's habit of getting fucking wasted before committing the murders was very significant he said if he had a compulsion to kill he would not have to drink alcohol he had to drink alcohol to overcome his inhibition to do the crime which he would rather not do yes, yeah it's, it's like when you want to go it's like when you want to go skydiving but yeah, you're scared he had a of heights. Of shots. Yeah. yeah. No, he did because again, he didn't like the killing. Yeah. He just liked playing with the penises afterwards, like he was a macabre Mister Rogers. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you, that's a hard job to just go apply and get. There's got to be a silicone. <laughs> you have to make that oh. job. You are a small businessman. Oh, when totally. your business is, I want to make dick soup. You know, he went to uh, a Milwaukee mental health facility two days before he was caught. He stayed for 15 minutes and then left. Yeah. So he started... To, he knew he was crazy. He knew there was something Yeah, he was wrong. starting yeah. to catch... Figure it out. Yeah. He, he started yeah. really looking in the mirror, Jeff, and everyone would be like, Jeff, what are you doing? Maybe... <laughs> what's your five-year plan, Jeff? You know, it's like, where do you want to be? It's like, I kind of want to be a pilot. Mm. Oh. Well, I got to stop fucking all these severed human heads if I want to be a pilot. Yep. <laughs> so on February 15th, uh, the jurors found him guilty, insane, yep. not suffering from a mental disorder at the time of the 15 murders. Uh, two of the 12 jurors, uh, they signified their dissent. They, the defense convinced two of them. Yeah. But, you know, uh, majority ruled. Well, they um, were hungry when they were doing the, the during yeah. the ending. Low procedure. blood sugar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not paying attention. Really? Uh, so on the first two counts, Dahmer was sentenced to life imprisonment plus 
plus 10 years. Uh, then, of course, the remaining counts, life imprisonment. Uh, no death penalty in Wisconsin. Yep. Uh, so right. it was life in prison. Uh, and so Jeffrey Dahmer goes to prison where he will spend the rest of his life. Yeah. And it was kind of um, like Ernest goes to jail where then his oh, double so came. He was all, it was all a mishap. He yeah. was the evil brother of yeah. a, to a set of twins mm-hmm. and he got he, the good one went to jail and then he went to the chair and then he had the electric power. I remember that. Yeah, yeah that's also shit. Yeah. yeah. That was the French Zafri Daimier, of course. Yeah, the much better looking Dahmer. So at first, they didn't allow Dahmer to congregate with the other inmates. They kept him completely separate. But after a little while, they started to bring him into the general population. Mm. Uh, in June of 94, he was attacked by a fellow inmate who tried to slit his throat with a sharpened toothbrush as he was coming back from the church service. And, it, you know, it should be noted that Dahmer did become a born-again Christian. Yes, he yeah, did. I mean, he did, yes. Well, you know, they did find a King James Bible among the skulls in his apartment. Of course, oh, but they found out that he was using it to, like, as a napkin. <laughs> like, he was just ripping off <laughs> no. papers from it and just, well, a, you know, maybe, cleaning his face. Yeah. Probably so, read a couple of good scriptures, though, while he was cleaning his blood <laughs> off his fucking hands. <laughs> oh, that is interesting, huh? Oh, I, I, I got all this dick juice all <laughs> no. on my nose. <laughs> so four months after they introduced, uh, four months after uh, that initial attack, they put him on work detail with these two guys, Jesse Anderson, who was a white supremacist. Who was who had, the best one of the of the of the <laughs> people on the thing? Yeah. yeah, he was a white supremacist who murdered his wife and tried to blame it on a black guy uh, and another guy, Chris. Christopher Scarver. He was a, a schizophrenic who was serving a, a sentence for first degree murder and thought he was the son of God. So on November, November 28th, 1994, the guard left them in alone to do the morning janitor work. Uh, and no one really knows what happened. Uh, but within 20 minutes of the guard leaving them alone, uh, two of the three men were dead. Uh, the uh, Well, it started with the guard slipping those two guys 20 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. I know we've all heard. Uh, I know I heard that girl heard it growing up that Jeffrey Dahmer was killed by an, a fellow inmate shoving a broomstick up his ass. I thought it was a yeah. barbell. Well, that's the thing is that yeah. there. I always wondered where that detail came from. Why did they say broom handle up the ass? I always thought maybe it's like, oh, you know, gay guy, uh, you know, he gets his just desserts. Yeah. But it turned out that there was a tiny nugget of truth to that story and that Anderson, the white supremacist, had been beaten to death with, with the a broom, broom handle. handle. And then he got beat to get death with a, mo- a metal bar across yep. his head. Yep. And I guess Dahmer it's true. Did. Yeah, yes, Dahmer. Dahmer uh, died from a blow to the head uh, by a 20-inch metal bar, crushed his skull. He made... Not the inmate said that he didn't make a single sound, and he made no effort whatsoever to save his life. So yeah, the, I mean, so the he was done. security officer just left him alone with two other murderers, just a, surrounded with uh, a bunch of metal bars. I mean, he was in with the he was in with them. Yeah. So this he the, was constantly surrounded by other murderers. Yeah, this is the know? Wisconsin death penalty, though. Yeah, I mean, yes. they knew he was going to die. Yeah, Pretty and much. Dahmer knew he was going to die too. Putting him in Gen Pop was the thing that was going to kill him. Yeah. yeah, they always knew it. You know, like he was never going to live. Um, and so ends the fucking horrible shit yeah. fuck life that was Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. His parents were the only mourners at his funerals, and their ashes were divided among them, and they were. And they ate them, which is really yeah, they, <laughs> yeah. they sprinkled on spaghetti like a parmesan well, salt cheese. and pepper. Yeah, yeah. What They're happened? Like, we gotta see if Jeffrey was right. Marcus, what happened with those two comps that we discussed at the top of the program? Ah, yes. This we'll, is, we'll do a bit of an epilogue on uh, on this one. Uh, the two cops uh, that. Found the guy go. Did yeah. they get fired and then their lives were terrible from then on? Yeah, at the time they were immediately fired. But later on they appealed the decision 
Uh, they were reinstated on full pay and were later named Officers of the Year by officers. the police union. Unbelievable. You so know, that's, that's all you got to do is just yeah. not do your job and you'll keep getting promoted. That's part, <laughs> It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus great. Christ. Well, this is just, we lear- I learned a lot. Don't, no, Dom you know, was a lot of interesting, A lot of interesting factoids. Um, we're going to go with this next week. We're going to be doing some aliens. Aliens. Yeah. So we're getting back to some real fucking news. Really amazing stuff. And aliens are in the mainstream media right now because the Pope just came out and uh, said he believes in alien life. And when they do reach Earth, they want to be converted to Catholicism. Of course he wants yeah. to get um, his fucking grubby mitts yeah. on the aliens. So uh, aliens are in the news right now, which of is Of course he exciting. does. And again, we said yeah. it the last time. You know, it's, it's like they just like it because they look like fucking hairless little boys. Oh, sure. Try and suck their dicks. Oh, Dom would have loved them, but I don't know. I don't know if they have penises though, so that would have been frustrating. No, it would have been. No, that's a problem. Is the aliens keep showing up wearing top hats in order to hide their heads in fucking big high waisted pants like zoot suits? Yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Follow Marcus Parks on Twitter. I'm Ben Kissel, and that's Henry loves you on Twitter. Uh, uh, my show A to Z for NBC got oh, picked yes. up, so oh, you're going yes. to see a delightfully uh, different side of Henry Zabrowski <laughs> yeah, this is on a- the television show, and I can't wait for people to Google me uh, while watching the show and see this. So we're all gonna get a bunch of new fun fans. Oh, they're going to be terrified of you, and then they're going to boycott NBC. <laughs> and of course, go to, uh, if you got some time, go to iTunes, leave us a nice little review. Uh, that helps us out, getting in the top 200 and all that. Oh, that yeah. gets us a lot more attention. So yeah, go be, go make some reviews, say something nice, and we'd much appreciate it. Thank you guys so much, uh, and uh, hail Satan. Yeah, hail yourselves. Hail me! Hail me! And listen to all the other comedy programs on Cave Comedy Radio. Page 7 is good. Thank yeah, you. It's not bad. <laughs> Ever been to Delaware? If not, now is the time to visit. You'll find a lot of fun in a little state. Since you can drive anywhere in the state in a couple of hours, you'll spend less time driving and more time enjoying. Explore from the bays to the beaches, stroll the boardwalks, and have an oceanside bonfire. Get a taste of Delaware at one of the award-winning restaurants and enjoy a local craft brew. See the first state's unique historic landmarks and experience Delaware's endless discoveries. Plan your adventure today at visitdelaware.com. Hi, Max. I wanted to share something with you. I wanted to tell you how grateful I am on how you've embraced your sobriety since day one. I'm grateful for how you changed your life. I'm grateful for the love you have for me. I'm grateful for you. Love, Mom. If your loved one is still struggling with addiction, you might not feel like you'll ever get to grateful. But we can show you how. At Karen, we've helped families overcome addiction for 70 years. So if your loved one is ready for something different, visit caron.org slash lost.